Hey, Aloha, NFL fans. This is Jeff Reinbold. We're back with the Jeff Reinbold Show for Pro Football Ireland and 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both the UK and Ireland. We got a lot to talk about for a big Thursday nighter tonight in the NFC North. The Lions host the Green Bay Packers. Traditional rival game. Great football team's going to really, really be an outstanding game, I think. Welcome, the guy that I enjoy talking with every week, multiple times now every week, Michael McQuaid. How you doing, Mike? Jeff, good to see you, man. Yeah, I, I share the sentiments. I, I enjoy speaking with you also. It's good crack. I think I speak to you more than I speak to my wife at the minute, which says an awful lot in a good way. Um, Jeff, I've got some news for you, right? First off, people on the podcast listening to this, happy Friday. So we go, we go the day after on the podcast. So your opinions and values are as much important as everybody else's. If you're live, let us know uh, on in, on the comments as well. This is the pick segment. Jeff, very quickly, before we start for the week, uh, your best friend, Travis Kelsey, uh, and his new girlfriend. I, ha- I have to bring this up because I've got news. I've got news. She's going to the game on Sunday. And I'm going on like the main radio station in Northern Ireland tomorrow morning to talk about. <laughs> this is turning into like a whole... You know what? I tell you, it, it's like... Like I'm not a, I, like I, I don't like I, I don't get the whole deal, right? I really don't, to be honest with you. I mean, it's two people, right? And give them their privacy and all of that. But it has been absolutely a phenomenon how much this has meant to not only, I guess, Travis Kelsey's exposure, and it's it's here, here his brother Jason say that she catapulted him into the big time. That's <laughs> taking a shot at its own brother. But just the sheer amount of likes and follows and inquiries about the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs and all of it, it has been a tremendous, tremendous boost to the National Football League, as if the National Football League needed a boost. But with the, you know, with fans that are, are people that aren't fans, maybe even that just want are curious about this phenomenon of, you know, Travis Kills <laughs> and I just think it's absolutely fantastic. It's bananas, but you're right because, like, to get a phone call or on, like, will you come on the radio and talk about this? It shows you you people that literally know nothing about Travis Kelsey, but are like, all right, well, maybe we should talk about this. So this is nuts. So yeah, if you hear me in the radio, give me a shout out tomorrow. I'll try and reference Jeff Reinbold as well. But uh, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. It's like, ah, okay, I'll go on the phone. Um, very. This is this is a sidetrack into our show. You mentioned that video clip with Jason and Travis had. Um, I listened to the podcast this week, really enjoyed it. Some natural criticism. They spend like two minutes talking about sponsors. Now, we are presented by 88 Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. And let's move on and make our picks, man. This is a bit like this is turning into my favorite time of the week. Like, I love the Monday morning stuff. I love chatting to you on Monday night. I love chatting to the boys on the Wednesday. But I love these picks because I feel, Jeff, one, there's going to be a week where we get this completely bang on and there's also going to be a week where we get a completely bang off. Detroit Green Bay was the game for people on the podcast that is on Thursday night um, or was on Thursday night. Jeff, I am picking the Lions to go into Lambeau and make the big statement win against Green Bay, my man. You know, I, I, I just think it's really interesting. You know, um, there's so many stories around this one. You know, Bakhtiari's not playing but Packers are actually pretty chewed up and uh, you know, the lions are, are, I think a little healthier, I, you know, it's just so hard for me right now to, 
And I and I really want to tap the brakes on the Lions. I want them to win. I'm just going to tell you that flat out. I was a Lions fan as a little kid, and I want to I want to see him win. Uh, I'm a Jared Goff fan. I think you know he got you know just abused while he was in both St. Louis and and L.A. And uh, I think that if if there's any chance for the Lions, he's going to have to play well. They've got to run the ball. I did a breakdown uh, that I put out on the internet. You can catch it on my uh, on my Twitter account and my Instagram account. And for the Lions, they've got three first-round draft choices in that offensive line, and they're all going to play tonight. And uh, Jackson, their left guard, is a third-round pick. They've invested really heavy into that offensive line. They have to win the line of scrimmage against the Packers. I really, truly believe that. I don't know if they have the talent outside uh, past St. Brown and Laporta to be able to win a shootout against uh you know, love and, and the weapons that he's going to have with the, available to him with the Packers. So um, would I love to see the Lions win? Yes, the Lions are actually, I think, two-point favorites in this thing, but I just have a hard time going against the Packers. So for people on the podcast on Friday morning, one of us is already wrong, and we'll see what happens tomorrow morning or on Friday morning already. I'm talking like Marty McFly here in the dock in the future, so i got to shut up. Anyway, one thing is definitely in the future, going to be there Sunday, 230 p.m. UK Ireland 9 30 Eastern the Falcons against the Jags at Wembley did you, first off I'm going to take the Jags in this game I think the Jags are going to put a statement win down I need to stop saying statement but I like I, I like the Jags offense I feel like after last week's loss against Houston they're going to come back and they're going to come into familiar territory in London and they're going to get it done I'd be wary of the run game for Atlanta but I think the Jags get it done in the close game and um, did you see what ESPN's doing like the Toy Story broadcast does that give you are you have you got any interest in that jeffrey no i i no not personally all right but i i'm not i hey i'm here's the thing right with it it's it's all football right and if you got to get your football through toy toy story or what was it spongebob SquarePants in in the past and everybody when they scored a touchdown (laughs) like i don't care just get your football however you can get your football but to me, obviously, I you know I want to watch the game. I want to see that game. Um, you know, I think this is going to be an intriguing game, Mike. You're right. This is like a home game for Jacksonville, but Atlanta is, I think, a little bit of a sleeper team. They have really improved on defense. You know, you look. They bring in some veterans, Calais Campbell. They bring in Jesse Bates at safety. I think they're much better on defense than they've been in the past. Um, again. What concerns me about uh, Jacksonville is, you know, you had a Houston team. That's a team. Those are the games you got to win. If you're going to be division champions, you got to win those games. And, and uh, these didn't perform very well. I think they'll bounce back, though. And I'm, gonna, I'm like you. I'm going to take Jacksonville in London. Uh, yeah, if people are wondering, yeah, they, they've got a, a broadcast. If you have a win, as I say, or a kid, do you say a win? No? Child? Oh, no. No. Oh, win. Well, this is what they have. So basically, they're 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 turning. The, I've, I've got their. Hold on. So they're basically putting it in like a like a child's real time. I mean, look, I, look. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't get it. Like, I, I don't get it, but I like it. It's good for children. So it's, it's genius. It is genius. And what are they doing? It's marketing, right? You're getting every demographic. I mean, it's it's the NFL couldn't have scripted it better 
Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, right? And we've already seen what the numbers generated have been, right? And so now you're going after the young kids because they're going to grow up. And if they, if, if one broadcast can hook them into football, I think it's great because that's more fans, that's more players, that's more everything. And the game continues to grow exponentially around the world. Mike, you are going to London, correct? All right. Yes, sir. You will see the second best pro football game day. And it's the first best when you compare it to everything that's not titled Super Bowl Sunday. The games in London and the games in Europe are the best game day environments, I think, anywhere. Right? Because what you see there is a collection of fans from all 32 teams, just like you do at the Super Bowl. Right? You go to the Bills Dolphins game this weekend in in Buffalo. It's going to be a it's going to be a riot. I mean, it's going to be a great environment, but it's going to be the Bills and the Dolphins fans, right? But when you go to the game in London, it's like going to the Super Bowl. You're going to see jerseys and and from every team. You're going to even see jerseys from the old NFL Europe days, right? I mean, it, that's how cool this thing is. And the other thing is, you know. Uh, sadly, what's starting to happen more and more in, in the stadiums around the United States, and, it, and it, everybody's got a cell phone now and everybody's capturing everything, is too much violence in the stadiums now. And I think the NFL is going to have to really make a, make a move to crack down on that. Because if you bring your kids to a stadium, you don't want to have to see them watch two drunken guys rolling over the rails fighting each other. This is good stuff, man. This is good stuff. I'm loving it. I, I agree with you. I, I, London has something special. Wembley, as a soccer fan, is the mecca. So bring it on! It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good game. I'll send you a wee, uh, a wee WhatsApp or a FaceTime from from London. All right, I love it. Looking forward to it. We we will be in London on Sunday. So if you listen to Jeff or have ever seen us before and you see us, please do come out and say hello to us. We'd love to hear from you. We've got a couple of microphones and a, and a camera. So see the crack. Um, right, we need to run through some games here. Yep. Time. Um. Big shout out to Taylor Swift and to Toy Story for the interruption there, but I love the analysis. Miami Buffalo, let, let's just go there next. Jeff, I, in typical NFL fashion, I'm not being bitter as a Broncos fan. I think that Buffalo's defense is going to shut down to it and, and like like and not allow him to maybe have as much time as he'd like. And I think the I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win this game. I think it's tight. Are you trying to convince yourself? Yes. But, just because, but just because I think the Bills win this game. They hung seventy on your bonies. On the donkey. You're, try, you're trying to convince yourself that that offense that scored seventy and could have had hundred if they wanted, right? I really think they could have because midway through the fourth quarter, fourth quarter they had seventy, right? You mean to tell me you think that on a seventy-one degree day, a clear day with no wind in Buffalo? that they're, the Bills are going to stop that offense. Now, on top of it, if that offense is even better on Sunday because Jalen Waddle's coming to town. He got cleared today in the con- concussion protocol, so he's probably going to play this weekend. Uh, you know, I, I'm just teasing in some ways. It's amazing to me, though, that the Bills are actually two-and-a-half-point favorites, and to bet the Bills at two-and-a-half you got to pay juice in the United States, right? Which means you got to pay extra to get that bet. So 
I think the betters, the pro betters, the guys that are real sharps, they're all saying Buffalo. What do you say? Buffalo. Buffalo by a field goal. I, I think it'll be a great game. I think it'll be a tight game. I think for the neutral fan, you want to see a close game, an entertaining game. I think if Buffalo want to put a marker down, they win this game. 100%. They scored 37 last week. Sketchy enough week one. Remind the league, remind the AFC who you guys are. You're you're the champs. You're the AFC's champs. You got to show that in Buffalo this week. I, I think it would be a huge marker to put down against a team that put up 70 last week. Big time. Well, it's going to be a litmus test of both teams, right? You're gonna, we're going to find out if that you know, Miami offense is really that or are the Bills really the, the number one you know, the top dog in the AFC East. Now, there's a lot of barking going on right now in Buffalo. Woof, woof. And, and, and I I swear to you, I swear to you, I really think that Miami will win the game. I really do. And they're the dog, and they're, you know, a three-point dog, really. And But I just, I, I'm just telling you, they are so dynamic. And they're better, they're better than they were last year defensively, right? And that's important because... You remember last year when we saw these teams play at the end of the season, right? And, and Miami's trying to play with a, you know, with their backup quarterback and a defense that could only do one thing, and that's blitz every down. And they actually, they actually had an opportunity to beat Buffalo in Buffalo in the winter, in the cold. Now it's a 71 degree day in Buffalo with no wind. I'm taking the fish. Did you give your pick for Jacksonville, Atlanta? I did. Who's going to win? If you, if you pick Atlanta, we've went against each other in every game so far. Okay, I'm the, well then I'm taking Atlanta just because it's it's going to get going against you. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Hey, we, do you, we're we're trying to make this thing interesting. If I said I I, I agree with everything you say, nobody'd listen. All right, we got to roll through some games because we're we're taking a bit of time here. Uh, Denver, Chicago. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Denver. Toilet bowl. This is toilet bowl. If this is the toilet bowl, what what's the tissue paper? Because this is sh- this is pretty much pretty. Mm, this is like I, I don't care who wins this game. Like that's bad. Like, I'm that's gonna bad. say I'm gonna say the Broncos bounce back, and it will be the Chicago Bears that are circling in the water at the end. In Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> no. Let's let's roll through a couple just so we can spend more time on, on different games. Um, Minnesota at Carolina. I think this is a game where Minnesota get a win, unless I Kirk Cousins becomes a Jets this Saturday morning. I do too. I believe I believe you also. And I have nothing against Carolina. I think they put up a decent fight in Seattle last week, and it just is what it is. And um, what other game could we roll through very quickly here? A lot of games in the early window. Um, let's just go to go to the next one. Baltimore Cleveland is a big game. Big game, AFC North, big, big slaughterhouse man. That being said, I'm taking Ravens. Ravens going in the Ravens going in the woof woof dog dog pound. They're gonna win, man. I think so too. I think the Ravens are are healthier. They had seven starters out in the game they lost last last week. Those guys, most of them will be back. I'm gonna take the Ravens. We're here. We're, we're rolling through this now. Pittsburgh going into Houston. Now, TJ Watt's going to be on the field at halftime when his brother JJ is getting honored by the Houston Texans. And Houston Texans have scored 57 points in offense in the last two weeks. 
Steelers defense. This is a hard one to predict because you can see it's a real, not like a like a banana skin sort of game for the, for the Steelers, but you know, in their own right, the Texans have been a good team, a good offense so far this season. I'm going to take the Steelers by a field goal. I think it'll be. I think it's be one of the better games of the weekend. I think I agree with you. I think it'll be electric uh, in that stadium. You know, honoring JJ Watt and TJ being there to watch it, and the whole thing's really a great story. But you know, just that's just that's about where it ends for the Texans. They're much better, but they haven't played a defense like the Steelers yet. And then we saw signs of what the Steelers' offense can be last week. So I'm going to take the Steelers to Brian Houston take care of business. If the Texans were to put a marker down against the Steelers' defense. Where does their expectation go for this season? If they won that game. Oh, hey, you know, the thing, too, that we don't – nobody talks about, and then because he wasn't the guy that everybody anointed, is C.J. Stroud is having a great rookie season. A great rookie season. Again, he hasn't played a defense like Pittsburgh has yet, so I, it'll be interesting to see how he does against the Steeler defense. L.A. going to Indianapolis. Doesn't look like Andy Richardson's going to play. What are you reckon, boss? I'm going to say... you got to tell me which, uh, which, rules which LA on. team are, are we talking about here. Well, that's a good point. The LA Rams, my bad, Jeff. It, it's been a long week. LA Rams. I'm going to take the LA Rams over the Indianapolis Colts, although the Colts, you know, Colts are surprising a little bit, I think, early in this season, too. Their defense is back. Their, their ability to run the ball. Jonathan, they, they haven't really missed Jonathan Taylor all that much. Anthony Richardson's been hurt. But uh, we got a little Minshew magic last week. I think that'll be the last of it, though, because... Uh, I really believe the Rams are pretty doggone good. And there's a, there's some talk that uh, Cooper Cup might even play this week. The Mississippi Mudflop in Garner Minshew. How do you spell Mississippi, Jeff? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. The show is Abraham. If you're watching this live, get your questions in because we're going to answer them very soon. Very soon because we've never rolled through games like this before. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I, I can't call this. I'm going to be controversial. No, I'm not. I, the Saints will win this game. It's a home game. Cries on board. Derek I think Carr, the Saints will win this game. I really don't think Derek Carr is going to play in this game. And if Derek Carr doesn't play, I'm going to take it. Is he definitely not going to play? I don't know that for a fact because I haven't seen the injury report today. But I'm going to say if he doesn't play. And if I'm better, I'm not betting this game till the very last second to find out whether he's going to play or not. He praised Jameis Winston. So take of that. No, do you know what? Do you, do you know what? I, if it's if it's 30 for 30, Jameis, they win the game. And the quarterback battle emerges in New Orleans. It won't emerge. But I think, I think look, people can be down on Jameis, right? Why not? He's a, he's, a decent, he, he's a decent quarterback. At one point, he was unbelievable in the league. I'll take Jameis to win. I'm going to take the Saints to beat the Bucs regardless who's playing a quarterback. Should have got Taysom Hill there. Yeah, fire him out and fire him out. It'll be grand. It, it's like plug and play with these boys, you know? Put your money where your wife is. Who's winning this game? I'm going to take the Bucs on the road. And that's a, big, in that's a big, big ask. That's a big ask in New Orleans. Okay, my man. Okay. Washington at Philadelphia. At Travis Kelsey's Philadelphia Eagles. Oh God, um, Philly. And, and <laughs> I was I was not Philly. I said I'm just leaving it alone. I'm leaving it alone because all I'll do is get in trouble. <laughs> it's just it's funny like they look so different to each other, even though they're bars. 
Now, that is, this is a whole different conversation, but he looks like he's such a bigger guy than uh, Travis. That's just probably love, isn't it? Um, right. Cincinnati at Tennessee is really intriguing because you feel like it's a pendulum swing sort of game. We don't know what Joe Burr, like, I mean, we're presuming he's going to play. You know, he's, he's not 100%. Jeff, I, I think from watching Burrow grind it out of the weekend, you expect him to win this game, and I expect the, the Bengals to win this game. But you feel like if there was ever a time for the Titans to win us this weekend, man, against against the Bengals. Well, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. If if I was betting, if I was betting that somebody said to me, bet this line or bet this game, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it because there's too many things you don't know about, right? And Burrow's health is the number one. Uh, you know, it was a huge, huge thing for them to just get through last week. And now I... I I'd stay away from this game. My gut says Tennessee, right? My gut says Tennessee because this is, a, you know, it, it, unless he's significantly better than he was last week. And I don't know. I don't, again, I don't get the injury report, so I can't tell you that. Okay. Well, next week we're going to have the injury report sitting here, right here, right now. You're going to ring up Zach Taylor. You're going to find it all the goss. We're going to start breaking some injury news live in this podcast. Hey, speaking of the Chargers, I want to I want to give a pot. I want to give a shout out, and I want to give you a little. I want to give you a little love on on the on the on the pod. The Steeler podcast that you do, I've heard, is outstanding. Number one, right? Number two, this week you had an amazing guest who did an amazing job for you. And can you talk about who your guest was, or do do we have to just tune in to see? Uh, you just have to. <laughs> um, I can't announce it yet. He's a okay. two-time Super Bowl champion. It's not Ben Roethlisberger. Before everyone starts saying it's a Big Ben, it's not Big Ben. But but hey, what man? We we've spoken. That guy has before. been very close to Big Ben, and he remains very close to Big Ben. We we have spoke to some, and, and I'm talking about the last five six years. We've spoke to some un- unbelievable guests. You and your podcast. Me and mine as I rack my microphone. And it's only going to get better, my man. But I'm telling you, and again, I'm this is just a shout out though. Anybody that's out there that is a Steeler fan, and even if you're not a Steeler fan, listen to Michael's podcast that he does in Ireland for the Steelers. It is fantastic. Appreciate you, man. Now, if anyone's watching this in the UK, listen to it if you'd like to have a piss up in Dublin for a weekend for a game at some point. And if you're in Ireland and you support the Steelers, just Download the podcast and press play for 30 seconds. That's all you have to do. Thank you very much, Jeff, for the comments. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Girl, me and me and Morgan. Um, Vegas Chargers. Brandon Steely has got his lifeline. The game's in LA. We don't know what is going on with Jimmy Garoppolo with them at the minute because he, he entered the concussion protocol after the game. Why was he not took off that field during that game? Maybe they only, I don't know. I don't know. And, anyway. This this has to be a Chargers win. They have to win this game. Huge game for the Chargers. Yeah, it is a big game. It's a divisional rivalry game. It's an old AFL rivalry game. And it is a game that you should win. And, you know, if they wanna if you if they want to keep the wolves from the door, then they need to win this game against the Raiders, and I think they will. Talking about Wolves from the door, you're a Raiders guy. Yep. Raiders. Could Josh McDaniels be gone on Monday if he loses? You know, there, Michael, there's a whole bunch of stuff swirling around right now. 
you know, around the Raiders as is typical for the Raiders, but, you know, um, Chandler Jones mental health is a little bit scary and, um, you know, hopefully he's okay. I say not. Yeah, and I'm you know praying that the guy's okay and he gets the help that he needs because obviously he's he's going through something. But uh, you know they, you've had problems. You know there's talk about division in the locker room. You know we talked earlier in the week about Hunter Renfro has been targeted three times in three weeks. He's a Pro Bowl receiver. There's all kinds of you know. As always, as it seems to be with the case with the Raiders, there's all kinds of you know drama swirling around them. Uh, back in the day, you know when they were the silver and black, and you know just win baby and all of that pride and poise guys and all that that Al Davis had, he wanted that. He he encouraged that. But these days, it just seems to be a constant distraction, you know, to the football team. It's it's really strange because you feel like they have something going there, and it's like, well, there's always something happening, you know. Yeah, and you know, and and that's first of all, they're not very good on defense yet. And you know, you think about Max Crosby, the plays Max Crosby is able to make, and he's the only guy up front that they got. He gets double teamed, he gets chipped, they run the ball away from him. I mean, he's made an incredible amount of plays for a guy that has no, you know, like there's nobody to help him really on defense and you know they just can't seem to get the defense better i think the offensive line is which was a problem for years has gotten better they've got weapons right uh Demonte adams we talked about hunter renfro you know the, the shiny new toy at tight end the meyer kid from notre dame so you know it just for whatever reason they can't put a defense on the field that's you know can win games for them time with alice weekend i'm taking the chargers um, I can't wait to hear you picking this. New England, Dallas. In Dallas, the Patriots defense really put a marker down last week. It, it, I think we've talked about this already a wee bit the overnights, and you had a bit of a... I don't know if you've seen it, Jeff. You went viral a little bit on Instagram with your Dallas Cowboys reel. And you've been doing some great tape as well, so I'm looking forward to seeing the table over the next few days. People check it out. Jeff's Twitter, or sorry, Jeff's X page. Sorry, Elon. Jeff underscore Rainbow for all these videos. I wish I'm enjoying I think this is tighter than people think it's going to be. I, I I think the Cowboys pull away at the end and win 27-14 or 27-10. But I think it's close going into mid-fourth. Yeah, I would be surprised if New England scores 14. But I would be, you know, I don't see the Cowboys scoring over 24 against that defense. That defense from New England is very, very good. Um, but offensively, they're still just so challenged. I mean, they kind of ground one out last week against the Jets. 18 straight now against the Jets. Uh, but... I just don't know if they have the count, you know, the the athletes to play with the Cowboys. Although the answer, I think, or the one of the one of the ways to beat the Cowboys we saw last week, run the ball right at Michael Parsons. Don't let him be a guy that can chase and run and you know affect the game like that. Run gap scheme at him, run zone at him, but run right at him and try and knock him off the ball, which you know. Arizona was able to do to the tune 180 yards of rushing in the first half, over 200 in the game. And, you know, those are phenomenal numbers against a very, very proud Cowboy team. Dan Quinn went to the podium this week and said that, you know, how disappointed he was. It was not to their standard. And, you know, they got to get back to playing to their standard. They don't need to get to their standard to beat the Patriots because I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to score enough to beat them. 
time will tell. Like games on Sky Sports, we're one game away from the biggest preview of the week. But for now, we've got Arizona at San Francisco. It's funny, Jeff, because Mark Hogan and Jason Hayes, who are on Pro Football Ireland, um, are big Cardinals fans. And they've changed their tune a lot in the last few days. Like Mark had 50 euro on the Cardinals going to 117. And look what they've done last week. Look what, look what they've done for one half against the Giants. It's such a question mark team, to be fair. Uh, it's hard to go into Levi's and win when you're in opposition for any team, really. I'll take San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco's just one of the, maybe, a, maybe a two or three best teams in the league when you look at their roster top to bottom. And, you know, I did a film analysis of Purdy throwing a touchdown pass on the goal line. And just the, the, the nuances of it, right, the little small details of it that were so special, you know, the tackle taken too. Uh, again, go, go to my uh, Twitter page or my X page or, or to my Instagram page, and you can actually access those videos. And it really does show you just how good that team is and just how good Brock Purdy is because he's got a free rusher in his face. He knows he's got to stay away from the free rusher. He continues to backpedal after he takes a bad snap and throws the ball right where it has to be. And, you know, we don't talk about his arm talent. You know, we just seem to – all everybody wants to talk about is the fact that he was the Mr. Irrelevant. Well, he's very relevant today because he is one of the top quarterbacks in the National Football League right now. Monday Night Football is Seattle against New York. Um, it's hard to call this because, like on, like, on paper for me, Seattle wins this game. But it's New York – it's it's Monday night, it's prime time. It's hard to know, Jeff. I'll I'll oh, I can't, no, actually no, I'm not I'm not placed. I, I can't I can't verbally say I trust Daniel Jones. I'll take a Seahawks. Yeah, I think you're right. I I really think Seattle make and that's it that's as tough as it gets when you go from the West Coast to the East Coast and you got the time issues and uh but I think that Seattle, you know, We'll be able to run the ball against the giant defense a little bit. And, you know, Gino, Gino is maybe the, um, I won't say most underrated quarterback in the league, but maybe the most underappreciated quarterback in the league because, and I'm not a big Gino Smith fan. I'm just going to tell you that. And, but I, I think he's done wonders for that Seattle offense. Here we go. The moment you've been waiting for Jeff, the biggest game of the week. Sunday night football. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, Kansas City Chiefs going on, going into New York. <laughs> and what they're saying, and you're going to lose a head here, they're saying this could be the highest rated game outside of the Super Bowl on NBC ever on Sunday night because somebody is standing in the stands or in a box. I just, I, you know what? I tell you what, the the, the NFL. I hope the NFL if they. There, I hope that however she got there was by private jet, luxury jet, and that she gets treated like because she saved this game. You she saved the game last week. I mean, the Bears game is this was going to be the one of the most you know anticipated games of the year, right? Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, you know, in New York, the Jets, you know, all of it. And when he went down after four plays, this was one of the games you looked at and you go, how can we flex this off the schedule? Because this is awful. And, you know, I, I don't think the game is going to be close. I think Kansas City will have their way. Um, 
But I do think that Taylor Swift saves the day and saves the broadcast. And, you know, so that's off to Taylor. If Travis Kelsey scores two touchdowns, you're starting to show on Monday night. You're, you're going to sing a song. And, what? Uh, we'll see. Shake it off. Was that one of hers? I I couldn't tell you two of her. I couldn't tell you one of her songs. <laughs> I was going to say, you couldn't tell me two. You can tell her one, right? Go on. You might. Um, Chiefs will win this game. And I would, like, look, be responsible. Team plus 888, et cetera. Kelsey scored a touchdown in front of in front of his girl. There you go. <laughs> I'm just just putting it out there. Patrick Mahomes is up to the one yard line and get down and then throw for it off the Travis. Well, on a prop bet, what do you think the over and under of references to Taylor Swift will be during the broadcast? Five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> the best the best comment I've seen on social. So this this came out last night that Swift expected to be at Sunday Night Football. The best tweet I've seen this week is wait to all the Swifty fans get a load of Chris Collinsworth. Him just drifting in. You're you're bad. You are. Man, what a sport. What what a season. If you told me a month ago that Aaron Rodgers would be out after four plays and I'd be going on national radio tomorrow morning to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, the whole thing is nuts. But, um, like, just before we, just before we read this podcast, because we're going to do a questions thing after. You feeling confident in your picks this week, Jeff? I just no, go. I, no, I, I would. A lot of those things we talked about, the picks we talked about, I would never bet them. I would never bet them. This is a hard week. You know, it's it's, and I know we're sponsored by AA Sport, but we're supposed to gamble responsibly, right? <laughs> and I'm telling you, these are some very very difficult games to to pick, right? I really think this yeah. is a great weekend of football. It's hard. It's hard because it's like. If, if if you if you do want to play a battle and obviously bet responsibly, but it's hard. Like you can look at so many games at the over. Like I like that Niners game for the over. I haven't got the over in front of me, but I like the over because it's the Niners. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, I saw I saw the line. I think it was forty two for the Bills and for the Bills and uh, Miami. Forty two. You said forty two is low to me for that game, right? So you're talking about each team scores four touchdowns. You're you're well over. Right, so and and certainly both of these teams can score. So I, I would same thing. I would if I was really seriously going looking at every game, it would be the it'd be the you know the over and under that I would bet an awful lot of the time. Fifty three and a half on eight eight eight. Unfortunately, I like the fifty three and a half. Fifty now fifty three now now you're starting to talk about you know that's more like in the range that I think it would be. Yeah, baby. Uh, big thanks to you for the sponsorship and continue support of this podcast Jeff have a great weekend say aloha and let's go to the question aloha <laughs> <laughs>